Watch who? And welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yep, you're watching these for the very first time. Very first time. <laughs> yep, and we've gone back to the Madonna <laughs> intro. <laughs> By popular demand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're in season four, a new Doctor, this yeah. episode. Yeah. A milestone episode. Yes, it was, yeah, in many ways. In many ways. So <laughs> before we start, before we get into the power of the Daleks, let's just talk about, well, let's just say how we've... Uh, let's talk our, about a week. Okay, Jesus let's just talk about, about week. the week because... <laughs> <laughs> so where are we? Right. Well, Thursday. So Thursday, we plan to watch Power of the Daleks. So we're watching the DVD special edition. Yeah. But then... I did an emergency sign up to BritBox because I wasn't sure if I was coming to yours or you were coming to mine. There was a bit of confusion in the daytime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we sorted that out. You came over. We watched episodes one to four. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had pizza. Yeah. Our new favourite pizza. Our new favourite pizza, which I don't think we, we haven't talked about food for a while. No. Um, so it's. Well, I sort of suggested it and now you were like, that sounds amazing. Because I got told about it and it's now our new favourite thing. Which I'm sure we have talked about this, but if we've not, mine and Mark's new favourite pizza is pepperoni and pineapple. Pepperoni and pineapple. We actually had that watching adventure in um, Space and Time as well. Yeah, maybe we have talked maybe about this. Maybe we did. I don't know. I because don't think we talked about the exact pizza. It's the controversy of it, because pineapple and pizza is controversial anyway, but it's perfect because it's like the spice of the pepperoni with the sweet of the pineapple. It's much better than ham and pineapple. It's so much yeah. better than ham and pineapple, is pepperoni It's pineapple. the go-to pizza now. Like, yeah. if there is a competition for, like, the pe- the next pizza out there, what should people, what should we make as a new pizza? Pepperoni and pineapple. It even has a good ring to it. Yeah, the two peas, pizza, pepperoni. <laughs> the two peas. <laughs> no, actually, well, to de- well, it's the four peas, pizza. <laughs> Pepperoni, pineapple, and power of the Daleks. Oh, I thought you were going to say in piss. <laughs> well, okay, let's get on to that then. <laughs> so anyway, so we had we watched one to four, and actually this is the first six episode that we've done for a while. So we usually try and break it up a little bit. Six in a sitting is a, is sometimes a little bit of a stretch sometimes yeah. for us to to get through. Well, we've realised that we haven't had six in so long. Well, I can't think of the last six episodes we did. The chase, I think. I mean, we had Dalek's Master Plan, which was 12. But we did that But in the four. last time we did six, and with Chase, we did four and two. We usually do four and two. Yeah. So we got to the end of episode four after our pizza, and it was all going well. And we're like, right, we'll watch the next <laughs> two the next day. Great. Yeah. And then you went to Lee <laughs> to get your coat. <laughs> and then you picked up your coat. And walked, just about, around you. walked, walked, walked around Walked around my living room with your coat. <laughs> and then you were just about to put it on. And you were like, why is it all wet? <laughs> and this is very unusual. So my cat had pissed all over your coat. And but like, not a little bit. But like a lot. So there was just puddles of it all over the place, <laughs> dripping off your coat. And everywhere. And I, and you were clearing it up the next oh my day. God, I was so shocked. I was so embarrassed. That's never happened before. It was no. so shameful. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much piss all over your coat. <laughs> there was a lot. There was a lot of it. He had a very full bladder, bless him. I don't know what happened. It was so weird. And we've talked about, like, it's fine. Like, I kept saying to you, like, leave it. It's fine. I'm sure at and some point. I was, point... like, wiping it, like, cleaning it. I was like, what are we going to do? Like, the amount of times you've been over and my cat has, like, sat on your coat. Falling your bag, asleep on my coat. All the stuff. That's never happened before yeah, in go, this whole time. Every single time I bring a coat or anything, he will sleep and go on it. Every time, doesn't he? Yeah. So, like, it wouldn't be weird that he would go on it. And it must have just happened, like, because he was wandering around when we were watching the episodes... And yeah. you must have disappeared towards episode four and then just decided to piss <laughs> on your coat. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah. So anyway, so... Not th- anyway. But can we just... We've missed out, like, prize line. So we talked about it the next day, didn't we? Because... <laughs> <laughs> right, so then you came around the next day and we were going to do the next two episodes. Yeah. And record. And I said, like, you know, maybe it's because I've got Mabel, I've got my cat now, maybe you can smell that. And we're like, maybe. And I was like, but you've been to mine and, like... <laughs> Mabel's 
Like you've had Mabel all yeah, over you. Yeah, I've come you. back with cat on me. Yeah, you know what I mean? and you, Mark went. Well, he's never said. <laughs> Mark went, but he's never said anything. <laughs> I mean, Mark. No, you know what? I if mean, Alfie <laughs> ever says anything to you, please let I meant me know. That he's never like acted differently. That I've got a different cat, like on but me. He's never said anything. Yeah, he never. Yeah, he's never said anything. <laughs> so, um, if that ever happens, Mark, if Mark, if Alfie ever says to you, excuse me. Mark, I've got, I've got a complaint to raise. Please let me know. So then... Let us all know. Right, so then you went to get something to eat before we watched episode five and six of yeah. Power of the Daleks. Yeah. So what did you have? Are you okay to talk about this? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay, good now. Right, I'm fine. good. Okay, so we went just around the corner. We better not say where you went. Yeah, came around to watch episodes five and six. Yeah, I'd already had some food. Yeah. yeah <laughs> this is so detailed, this story, everybody. I <laughs> had something to up? eat. And then we came back, watched episode five and six. We came down here to start recording. Yeah, we came down and we got into about ten minutes of recording. <laughs> and then I said something like, so what do you think about the new Doctor then? And then you just went, I feel really sick. <laughs> I don't think I can do this. I feel really, really sick. And then we had to abandon recording. Yeah. You had to go home. I threw up. And threw up. Yeah. So this is take two of recording the next day, everyone. It's been so eventful. <laughs> but and it's not also, to do with Patrick Troughton. No. 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 And also, that Friday when I came over was so cold, wasn't it? Yeah. It was so yeah, cold. Yeah. And my coat still smelled cat bits. <laughs> yeah, so you can so I can wear my really nice warm coat, <laughs> which is having its second wash today. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's fine. Mark, I'm going to have this problem, I'm sure, in the future with my cat. If it doesn't come out this time, get it properly professionally done and send me the bill. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> Just get it properly done. <laughs> I think this time's a good one. I've doused it in um, white wine vinegar. So, as I said, we watched Power of the Daleks, a special edition, animation. Unusual that it's, yeah, a Doctor in the middle of a season. Like, we've only just started season four. Yeah. And this one, it's a shame it's all missing. Yeah. Because it's such a an iconic moment. Same with the 10th Planet episode four, mm. really, isn't mm. it? And it's the first full animated one we've had. Yes, because we've only done Reign of Terror and 10th Planet. And they were just animated, one episode. And they were like ones. an episode here and there. So yeah. this is a full story. So another experience for you. Uh, and this <laughs> one is actually, the, as I say, the special edition that came out this year. So it had already come out animated and they redid a few bits. It's had the, I was going to say regeneration. It's had the animation yeah. treatment twice. They, yeah. I mean, they're very similar. There was just a few tweaks. You know how we were saying about the movement is a little bit stiff and a bit funny. Yeah. I think the first version was even worse. Oh, so okay. <laughs> they've improved. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really know this story well I do know this story because it's the first second doctor episode yeah. when I was younger I had oh yeah I had the cassette I got the cassette from the library or like 93 or something Aww. and back then the soundtracks weren't as cleaned up I don't think yeah it was all very difficult to sort of follow what was happening because you've got a lot of these a lot of different characters that sound the same quite a bit mm. I wasn't really interested in it I was only interested in that those first few scenes with the new Doctor and then when it went to the Connolly and all the people talking and the Daleks started shouting, Yeah, it didn't really carry my interest. And then I think I got the MP3 CD a few <laughs> late, you know, with the recon on in, yeah. in what, early 2000s probably. Never really followed it all the way through. And even when the animation, it's great that they're, you know, this story was fully animated. Mm. Never really got all the way through it, though. Again, I just watched those first TARDIS scenes. Okay, yeah, there's the new Doctor. And then, as it again, as it went on, I just sort of lost interest. So I've really enjoyed it this time, watching it through. Yeah. Because I've actually followed it all the way through. That's what I'm finding a lot of, with a lot of these ones yeah. that we've been doing recently. So shall we try and go through in order? I think we should start off with those early scenes with the new Doctor. Yes. With Ben and Polly. And their, the reaction, and their ben reaction. Animation. <laughs> yeah, Ben doesn't. Ben looks a bit grumpy, but he is grumpy in this. No, he don't look. He's got like I don't know. It just doesn't look like him. Maybe I've just put Ben on some pedestal of some sort in my mind because of that one episode, and since then he's never really lived up to it. The same. I know, yeah, I know. I'm quite surprised, but he is. He is very suspicious in this. Mm. So initially, Ben is very 
doesn't trust the doctor and no. Polly's a little doesn't trust at the beginning but slowly comes around a bit a bit more doesn't she They're very much like um when they first appear in the very first episode their first full one like from the TARDIS and she's like oh maybe it is this and he's like yeah. no it's exactly the same she's like oh maybe it is the doctor and he's like no it is the doctor I know it is I think it's not only his face that's changed he doesn't even act like him. Can we just go off on a little side topic? Because I yeah. wanted to say, which companions do you think would cope best with this situation that we've had so far? I think Ben and Polly do a good job, mm. but they don't know the do- they haven't known the Doctor for very long at this point. See, imagine if Stephen, right? If yeah. Stephen was there, I think he would react a little bit like Ben. But I think. As he's known the Doctor longer, I think he would cope. If he'd stayed on a little bit longer. Because actually, well, I suppose with Stephen and Ben, you've got, you had argumentative space pilot. Now you've just got argumentative seaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they're very, I can see Stephen being a bit like that. And Dodo being very chilled about it. I think it's interesting, though, because we can't... The beauty of Ben and Polly being so new is they don't really have any attachment to the old Doctor in the same way that the other characters did. Yeah, true, yeah. So, like, they've met this person who... They're sort of more... They're more sceptical as to the change, as in, like, hang on, we went to, you went in as one person and now you're something different. Whereas I think any of the other characters, it would have been more like a but what have you done with this person that we've known for so long, that we've travelled with for so long? Yeah, and it doesn't help that the Doctor... It always confuses me, because the Doctor refers to the Doctor yeah, in like yeah. this third-person thing, which really... I don't know why he does that, and it really annoys me that he does that. It's not like he says, I've been... Re-, well, he does say, I've been renewed... In a, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> I said that in a really weird way. Sorry. Ah, stick with it. Stick with it. It's in Renewed. there now. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> like he's been to the spa. Yeah, like he's been to the spa. Um, but he doesn't really explain it to them. He's purposefully being a bit sneaky about it. Yeah. To the frustration of Ben and Polly. And the viewer, i.e. And me. the viewer as well. You'd think <laughs> that the view Because Ben and Polly are, are the viewer... Yeah. You would think that they would want to try and explain that as much as possible to put the viewer at ease, but he's even into episode two, maybe three, he's still saying the doctor rather than himself. And he's already established that the process is complete. What he says about the yeah, the renewal <laughs> only like the butterfly and the chrysalis and stuff. And then they're, they're and Ben's trying to question him, saying, Well, if you are the doctor, you'd know this, you'd know this. They don't have any choice but to go along with it. Mm. It's interesting, isn't it? It's not really the most... I don't know how much they thought it through when they were doing it. Did the writers really know, you know, what, how, where this was going to go? I suppose they didn't. But it, it, I don't think it's helpful for the viewer. Yeah, no, I agree. I think... What did you... Well, I mean, what do you think of this new Doctor to begin with? What were you thinking? I mean, you don't know any... You've never seen any... I mean, you don't even know who Patrick Troughton was. No, I don't know. <laughs> like, you really were coming into this. And I know the animation, it, it's difficult to know, you know, to see those facial expressions yeah. and, and the movements. But what were you getting from the character in, in the TARDIS at the beginning? To begin, so initially, it was as I expected because he's just come round, like he's adjusting. But that whole first episode, he's just so like, Cole doesn't say anything. Like to anyone or anything, at least the other doctor explained that almost sort of led into this whole grandfather figure of explaining. This one is kind of like just you're on my ride. Yeah, it's straight. I mean, the only person that would go along with it is probably Katerina. <laughs> I thought sorry. she was long. I gone. had to mention that. I'm sorry, but imagine she'd be like, "Yeah, okay." No, she the wouldn't. <laughs> she would not. No, she would not. No one would. But I. It's, just going back to your question, I think Vicky would handle it quite well. It, I suppose it depends what questions, because Ben and Polly stand there quite a lot. And I know, again, the animation, 
there's a lot of just static still and there's probably a lot of movement and they're looking at each other questioning and mm. and everything but it's it comes across that they're just standing there like what do we do they could have yeah asked a few more questions and Vicky would have said oh is this you know is this part of your they don't but they but don't like know. you said they don't know him well enough to be able to ask those questions yeah Susan would know all about it. <laughs> Susan yeah. would be like, don't worry, it's fine. Or she'd scream. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very confusing, I think. Yeah. I don't think Dodo would be great. I think Dodo I would be Dodo, too chill. I said Dodo would be because she was chill about entering the TARDIS in the first place. Yeah, I think she'd be too oh, chill. just changed into someone else. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it would just be that, which mm. is kind of what you've got with Polly. Yeah, I suppose so. Polly does, she says she feels it, she knows it. Yeah. She's got that intuition about it. And that's sort of comforting to the audience. Because you don't know, this could be, we've had in the Celestial Toy Maker, the Doctor's invisible and he's been a hand or something. And he, is this, if you're a viewer watching it, because there would have been a bit of publicity, but not that much. Yeah. You might be thinking, oh, well, Willie Martin's on holiday. Yeah. The toy maker's taken him over or something, and we're going to get him at the end of the story, you, you know? I think a whole host of things. It's just very strangely... It, I actually quite... By the end of it, I quite liked him. Yes. Yeah. But I think in terms of, like... And I liked a little bit the setup of, like, him coming into this character and him being this new character. But what I didn't like was him not explaining to them... That he is him? That's it. That's exactly the same for me, yeah. You know, it's little things like this that make it difficult to believe that you're the Doctor. The other one. I mean, the proper one. Oh, nuts, you know what I mean. Nuts. Yes, certainly. He'll be on. Because why does he say the Doctor used to do this and everything? But But that I'm okay with because that's almost like... He because he goes through he's finding all that previous stuff. He's got the thing for the Crusades. He says something. Yeah, what does annoy me is a classic... Doctor Who thing that I'm starting to realise is that the Doctor just knows everything before we've even had before it's even begun. So he picked up, didn't he, the key for the Dalek machine. I didn't realise that's what it was. Yeah. Because he says extermination and it's not really clear. I don't know if there's a telesnap of it. Maybe yeah. they're not really sure what he's I mean it's in the script, but yeah, I wonder yeah. how that was yeah, how that would have been done. So but how does he like do you know what I mean? Like, Well, I think, obviously, they've put the Daleks in because viewers know the Daleks yes. and it's a very safe first story for a new Doctor yeah. to have. That's, of yeah, course, yeah, they're yeah. going to do that. There was actually that bit where he looks in the mirror and he sees the William, yeah. he sees the first Doctor. Um, Yeah, but he just seems to know, doesn't he? Yeah, he knows everything straight away. Yeah, there's no like... But actually, thinking about that, I'd rather have that than this confused Doctor that doesn't know everything. and Because you were thinking they're going to have a whole episode of the explaining. I suppose it wasn't as bad, actually, as Stephen in the Time Meddler or, you know, Bell and Polly not believing in the smugglers. Last time you said, oh, we're going to have to go through a whole episode of this. I suppose... Well, we kind of did. Well, we sort of did, but then... They we actually did. Get, but they've also got to get on with the adventure. It's a six-episode Dalek story they've got to get through at the same time. But we did have that because he didn't explain. This is one of those mm. incidents where, actually... He needed to explain. Yeah. And he didn't. Whereas all the other ones You had a very symbolic the ring the ring fell off. Yeah. It was too big. Yeah. So that ring had a lot of action throughout those stories, didn't it? <laughs> it did. <laughs> well it did. It did, yeah. Um but then we have the doctor, he's got his hat, he's got his recorder. Yeah. Pan flute, whatever it is. Yeah. This little flute thing. And then off they go into the straight into the story. And Ben and Polly don't really have a chance to ask any more questions because Polly's gassed out and yeah and then the doctor then this whole murder mystery plot comes in yeah which I really enjoyed yeah so he immediately takes over the role of the examiner and everyone's calling him the the examiner rather than the doctor and he's because I suppose that gets when they meet everyone in the colony he doesn't have to say then I'm the doctor and these are my companions Ben and Polly mm. he can be like I'm we're from earth we're I'm the examiner and everything and that sort of adds prolongs the mystery for the audience is this the doctor or not yeah yeah um so as we go into the rest of the story what what are you thinking what are you it's an interesting one actually for me 
it shows that you didn't need Ben and Polly. Why not? I don't know what they brought. Well, they're the only ones that can talk to the doctor, really, and they have a lot of those scenes together yes. where they're away apart and they're talking about the plot. Aren't I think they? I'm and so like, used oh, do you to... think it's this person's the murderer or this person? Let's see. And they, they sort of regroup every now and then throughout the story, and I like that. Yes, but he doesn't. They're regrouping and mainly going to him. What's going on? (laughs) Yeah, I know. And he's not saying anything. But then that enforces that the Doctor's the lead character. And actually, very much the Doctor is now the centre. I mean, William Hartnell would not have done all of those lines, all of those scenes, all of that. It would have been left up to Ben and Polly. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. And now we've got a more able Doctor. Doctor. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm saying it's interesting now that we've sort of flipped it and we're like... Well, these these characters, these side characters that were absolutely crucial before, and they were like some of the stories that you could not have got through without the companions. Um, they they're almost not needed in this. I mean, what Polly went missing, so and the only person that really cared was Ben. Well, well yeah, literally I mean, there is a whole storyline, <laughs> but no, no, but there is a whole storyline there. Where the doctor, I mean, it all just ends up working itself out. He doesn't go and try and find the companion. He doesn't try and do anything for them. They just end up working. Whereas I really like the fact that it is back to being about the doctor and the story and him being the lead of the story. Yeah, and he he does quite a bit, and he gets involved. Yeah, he he's the only one that knows about the Daleks because Ben and Polly haven't met the Daleks before. Yeah, 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 completely. Um, so. Just going back, so into into episode two, we meet all these different people in the colony. I was really pleased that they all had their name badges on. I don't, oh, just, yeah. I don't know if that's just for the animation or in the actual thing, but that really helped to remember who everyone was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a good bunch of su- supporting characters. They get into the space clothes. Well, Ben and Polly get into their space clothes. Polly's yeah. got some awful shorts on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, um, the guy that plays the scientist... So Lesterson. Lesterson. I am, and I kept saying it to you throughout, I'm so grateful, so, so grateful that this is being watched in animation and not on screen. I think I would be so annoyed with him on screen. Just listening to it annoyed me. Well, he's great as the sort of mad scientist, oh, isn't completely. he? And it I just escalates don't want to... throughout and you see it go up and up and up yeah, throughout. Yeah, I just don't want to watch it, like, <laughs> the acting it. of it. <laughs> it was quite nice watching it as an animation and the drama of it in that style rather than what I'm sure would be hammed up BBC children's I don't know. Action. I think it might be... Re- no, I think he's he okay. would he played it really well. I think he I got th- it just right. Know. You needed that sort of mania, I think. Yeah, but... I don't think there was enough of a stuff to, to surround that. Okay. So, like, yes, but there's no, like, music to support that. There's nothing, like, the other people are, there's nothing, there's not enough other suspense to support that mania. So whenever he was talking, he was like, oh, <laughs> and I was just like, and everyone else is just, like, a bit more serious. And then he's like, I don't know, I can't think of a line he said now at all. Well, but... When he sees the Daleks being the Dalek factory and stuff, and yeah. he's like... <laughs> Making themselves... Duplicating. What are you talking about? I'm Shocked. so glad that, like... No, I'd love to see this. I think this is on... This is definitely a fan favourite. Oh, I can imagine. And on the list for people to want to... I can imagine. And, you know, there's rumours that there's episodes of this exists and someone's got this in their basement. I don't know. I'm not going to get angry this time. Okay. I'm playing Just it cool. Internally. I'm playing it cool this Play time. Play it cool. Play it cool. <laughs> but Dalek Story... I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. Yeah. Because it only got... It was only sort of four to five onwards that we got the group of Daleks chanting and everything. Yeah. The sneaky Daleks at the beginning... Yeah. Look... ...was really enjoyable. Yeah. I enjoyed Daleks doing something different. Normally, and that's what we said that they needed. Yeah. They just needed to do something different. Normally, it's just they exist and they're like, we just want to exterminate humans. And and all they're doing is the annoying voices talking to each other about that. And and then that's, that is their one thing. This, you had that suspense as well, because also we know that they're bad. We're the only ones that know. The Doctor and audience are the only ones that know yeah. that they're, they're up to something. Yeah, I really like that. And it was... 
It was really well done, even in animation. I said to you as well, I really enjoyed watching it in black and white animation. Yes, because so when I went onto Brickbox, it's only available in colour, and that's yeah. why I was like, oh no, we can't do a Brickbox. Well, I suppose you just turn your colour on your TV down. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I don't think I could do this in colour. I'd never do the animations in colour, because they are available. It just doesn't work for me. It's There's something about the fact that these were filmed in black and white, and I'm so used to us watching them in black and white, and like like the style of the show. And it feels quite nice that they're animated in black and white in the way that we would see it? Oh, yes, yeah, it's got to be, I think. Sorry. I always get shocked because there's always, um, throughout the, in the 60s, all the black and white ones, there's always sort of offset photos or publicity photos yeah. in colour. Yeah. And I'm always like, hang on a second, that doesn't, it just doesn't look right or or something that you think is a different colour and then you see the actual like colour of it. Like a mechanoid. <laughs> now I'm finally, I'm finally How old thinking How a mechanoid them. again? I always think they're gold. Are they're they gold? S- silver. Yeah, I always think they're gold. I always think they're gold. Yeah. Yeah. It's stuff like that. Or, or I think Polly's outfit in is pink or red. Or there's a picture of her in, someone in red, I think, maybe. Polly's yeah. outfit is in this. There's colour pictures. Yeah. Um, it's this, really strange yeah. to see that. In this, for me, they're... They're like in a white. And or the Daleks. No, 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 oh. no, they're outfits. They're like oh, white yeah. outfits. The, um, oh, the, the space clothes. Yeah. I think they're sort of beigey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. And then the other ones are maybe like a dark maroon. Oh. I well, don't know why. I'll look up. There are quite a lot of colour photos. I don't know why I think that, but in my head that's what it is. Yeah, it's strange. I quite isn't like it? that though as well. That element of how you see something maybe being, and mm. the colours maybe being this. and Maybe a bit different, yeah. Because, like, the original TARDIS console is green. Is that green like it was in Adventure in Space and Time? Yeah, yeah. But they made it green because it looked more white in black and white. When people want to go back and recolour the 60s ones, you know, paint it all in, but I just don't think it would look... The, it just wouldn't look right watching them in colour. No. It wasn't designed in that way. Well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't. I don't know. Some of that, I think, would be nice. Mm. I'd love to see... Um... Aztecs? Oh. <gasps> Keys and Marinus? I'd love to oh. see Keys and Marinus. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see Keys and Marinus <laughs> in um, in colour. I think I think though, if we see it in colour, it will highlight all the backdrops would be highlighted because in black and white, say like in this, you've got the sets and through the windows, you've got the alien landscape. Yeah, I think if you colourised it and made it look more, you would just see that it was a photograph rather than in black and white. The graininess sort of fades into the background and makes it look but- more. You've got, you know. like, because they go to so many different places. Like, yeah. the first place they're in that, like, really, they're in those exotic costumes, and then it's all <laughs> yeah. grungy and disgusting. <laughs> like... I can't believe we're still talking about Keys of Marinus now. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't go into too much detail. <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I'd love to see that. Mark, it's anyway, not a new season if sorry. we don't talk about Keys of Marinus. I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, back to Power of the Daleks. So the Doctor's character throughout... I'm going to watch Keys of Marinus now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I do. I love that. <laughs> Only that. Well, you don't know what's coming up. For all you know, there's a Keys of Marinus too. No, there's not. There's not. I know there's not because those things don't come back, you told me. <laughs> Whatever they were. Oh, the Vord. No, no the more Vord. Vord. The Doctor's character throughout this. So you liked him by the end? Yes. Uh, what, what, what were your... Tell me your journey. <laughs> Tell me your journey. I don't know. Like, just to begin with, I wasn't really sure. I found him really annoying and closed. He's you got, were writing some things down as I said them. He's got a lot more humour, and you said he was untrustworthy. There we go. That's what I said. I just didn't find... Yeah, I found him really untrustworthy. By the end, I liked him. I liked that he was a little bit eccentric. Um, like with the fruit and stuff. Yeah, and, and with the, like, how he worked things out. That is how I sort of see the Doctor being. He's very smart so he's working out how to get out of the prison cell with the sound of the yeah. the water and everything yeah stuff like that yeah I enjoy that which I think other Doctor would have done as well this isn't like no but he seemed to there just seemed to be so much he did of those things yeah. in just one story but if I think a season one Doctor yeah it, it, season he did one a lot, Doctor used like the light of the sun against something else and his ring to get out of... Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Like, the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> yeah. So, like, he is... This doesn't... This isn't so out of character. It's just 
we've got so stale with the other Doctor. It just went so far downhill with the first Doctor. Yeah. He didn't really have time to do that because all he could do was come in and do his line before he went on holiday. But it seems like this Doctor's, he's arguing with the Daleks. He's in there with the, yeah. with the characters. He's got time with Ben and Polly, but he's also got time on his own. Yeah. And he's doing this science stuff. Yeah, he, yeah, he he just did a, a lot of stuff, and yeah, I think it's going to take a bit of getting used to a the, doctor that's actually there. Yeah, so the flute's annoying, but I like it. Yeah, I see that annoyed me when Ben's asking him a question and he's just going, duh, 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 yeah, and 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 Ben's really frustrated, and I'm really frustrated because I'm just like, come on, yeah, why do that? That was sort of a little bit of a not a dick move, but like, just come on, you, but you it just, is, it's it dick is, doctor. isn't it? Yeah, 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 and. So that's sort of, they're the sort of things where I was like, mm, but... But he did that right in the last scene as well. They were like, oh, do you think the Daleks will come back or something? And he's like, uh, 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 and then walks off. Yeah. In the last scene, he just goes back to do that. It's like, oh, just come on, get a grip. What you want is someone who, for me, he's supposed to be this eccentric person, but he's also like the supporter. He kind of, mm. you look to him for the answer. Yeah. He might not. He might not be able to give you the answer you want, but he gives you an answer, and that isn't an answer. Like he's done it before in some. Like he's. He, what I'm trying to think of an example, but he's talked about like you know other planets. What's going to happen to this planet now? What's going to happen here? And he'll say he'll say like, and it might not be something they want to hear, but he does tell them what it is. Like he tells yeah, them what it's like. yeah. Okay. So even then, he could have been like, "You never, we never leave the Daleks or something." Like, the, we, um, I don't think we'll ever not see the Daleks. He said that before the other Doctor, like, "We will see them again." Yeah, well, you're always going to see them again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, he's, like they say, it's just a dicky thing to do because we know that as an audience. <laughs> yeah, ben and I know. Polly don't know that. I know. I know. So, any particular moments with Ben and Polly? Um, just so you. I feel like. Ben and the Doctor don't really click. In fact, to be honest, I don't think he clicks with those companions. Well, I think that it's the first one, isn't it? They've got to get used to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ben's just frustrated a lot of the time. But yeah. then they, they have to get on with the story. Polly does... I've written Polly housework. She goes She goes to tidy up or do, <laughs> a bit later on. Yeah. And <laughs> so she she does the least. Well? Well, he's not in the laboratory. Lesson's by himself. <sighs> He must have gone another way. Can I leave it to you? I'm going to go back to the restroom. Well, but somebody's got to clear it up. Okay. Ben and Polly both get an episode off. They are on holiday. You don't really miss them. No. This but there's is a, a lot of ex- there's a lot of characters in this as well. Though. Yeah. But that's fu- do you know what? It's quite nice that you don't miss them because we before we could like we've had stories where, gosh, we couldn't have not had Ian in the story, for example. Yeah, there was no Ian moments here for. For Ben or anything like no, that, no. it's what's there. There wasn't that kind of it wasn't that kind of story. But also, I guess it wasn't meant to be. It was supposed to be the Doctor's story because this is the first time we're meeting him. God, wouldn't it be a shit first story if, <laughs> if like, they wrote him out for half actually, of it? Yeah. yeah, either they wrote him out or like they got the companions to do a lot of the work. The whole point is, I that think we're is... trying. To, I think we've got a good balance actually. They do enough, and but and he's the lead, yeah. just a little bit above. Yeah. And then they get their moments as well. And then you've got plenty of time for the monster and the guest characters as well. Yeah. I mean, what were your favourite characters? I mean, Lesterson was great and very memorable. He was memorable. I don't think he was great. He was just annoying. But Jan Lee. Jan Lee. The girl. Jan Lee. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was a bit of a um, revelation. She was. Because she started off. You think she's just this, like... You thought she was nice. Nice, and... sort of secretary type scientist and then she's leading the revolution and she goes right up there and like as it goes on what, and what was it and I wrote down it was Jan Lee and someone else were having a bit of a a thing weren't they um I like Quim's hair on the animation yeah he said about Quim's streaks. hair <laughs> it's just like I mean it's obviously supposed to be blonde but it just looks like weird streaks it made me laugh and then you had you had the guy that took over like the baddie guy yeah, I didn't like took him. over. He was a good baddie, though. Yeah, yeah. He was Not really too good. over the top. No, no, he was good. He was, he, from the start, you had that sort of inkling of him not being, and all the way through, he sort of carried that. Um, and then the guy that, like, at the end, 
revolted against being a revolter. <laughs> I can't <laughs> the rebellion, the rebel. rebellion. Yeah, the rebels. He rebelled against the rebels. So you got the murder mystery, you got this sort of rebellion thing going on as well. Yeah. So this is the first time that I've really understood all the parts of the story. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. I understood it the whole way through, actually. <laughs> That's like, great. Yeah, no, because normally <laughs> I'll be sometimes like... sometimes I have to explain a bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I followed it really well, and I really enjoyed it. And the Daleks in the factory bit. Oh, that was great. I mean, it, in the animation, it's probably a little bit more... Oh, but why extra not? ...extra than, than the actual thing. And you see the blobby Dalek thing creature. Yeah. And you, that's the first time you properly see that. Yeah. Very memorable. Yeah, no, I, I thought so it was good. great. I so it was great. good. Um, but it's... Uh, you mentioned the telephones were annoying you. Laboratory? Yes. <laughs> well, we noticed. I need, I'm going to have to go back on the telesnaps and see. Because you've got all this... The design is really great. Yeah. It's 1960s again, a space colony. But the telephones are your normal wired telephones <laughs> and every time they're on the phone they pick it up but it's like it's not a space telephone no. they had space telephones in the 10th planet yeah no problem there but here they just have your cord yeah I love that like 70, even 60, in the 60s 70, we still yeah. believe that we'll always have cords cord phones yeah they all had that yeah that was a we'll always be stuck to the table yeah <laughs> yeah but they had video they had video conferencing things but yeah. then their telephones were just the yeah you know Isn't the normal weird? things um, I was just going to look up, actually, in this story. I don't... It, it's credit that it works so well because, actually, Patrick Troughton is working out how to play the Doctor. Yeah. You can tell a little bit. And, you know, he's... Because he changes he's, he's quite a bit each episode. Yeah. And I think they've done it really well. And he's... And he... Obviously, we talked about Annika Wills and Michael Crazen maybe not getting on with William Hartnell as much. Mm. Um, so I think it might be easier for them. And I've got Annika Wills' book here. Oh, there we are. <laughs> so, well, she's done two, actually. Um, so I got this. I'll just tell you the story of got this. Two. So do you remember, actually, before the Doctor Who experience down at the Bay, mm. there was a Doctor Who exhibition that was in the Red Dragon Centre. Oh, it does ring a bell. Way back. So when I first moved to Cardiff, I used to go there all the time. It was a much course. smaller little exhibition, mainly from the first couple of new series yeah um tiny place and it had a really no, nice, it had a really it? good shop you know um where the raid next to the dragon fm or what radio oh, yeah, Cardiff yeah, FM or whatever it is next to it it was really small yeah um but they had some good ex- exhibits there <laughs> <laughs> and they had a good shop so whenever yeah. i was bored sometimes i'd just go down just to go to the shop because you didn't have to pay to go in you yeah just go to the shop um so i went down and there was annika wills's book I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get that, I'll get that. Really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much that I went to a signing um, <laughs> in Shepton Mallet, oh, my, which Mark. is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, sounds it. So you go past Bath. It doesn't even have its own train station. Um, you get to a certain point, and then it's like, I had to get a taxi. It's like £25 to go to this <laughs> village in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah. to this convention. There was quite a few people there, actually. Yeah. Um, and I went especially to see Annika Wills. Oh, <laughs> right? and This was years ago. Well, hang on, 2009 this was. This is way before you started doing the convention stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. this is like a, a rare time to go. And it had Love Annika. At the f- when I bought it, it had that there. And it looks like it's handwritten. I thought, you know, there was piles of these books. I thought, you know when they sometimes just print it and it looks like handwritten? Yeah. Fine. Anyway, so there I queue up to see Annika Wills. It's the first time I've met her. Um, and I was like, oh, I really liked your book. And I had loads of things I wanted to say that I didn't say. And then she was, look, she was like, oh, I've already signed it. I was like, have you? And she was like, yeah, look. I was like, oh, I thought that was just printed. <laughs> like, I just bought a signed copy already. <laughs> anyway, so she put a four mark on the date and she was like... I don't know, she just looked really annoyed. That's so funny. <laughs> I just thought they all had that printed in. That was so, so funny. <laughs> of course you bought one that was already signed. <laughs> anyway, she signed my War Machines DVD and a photo as well. Um, oh, that's so funny. That's she, so just you. The way she was just like, I've already signed it. I was like, oh, well. <laughs> and then anyway, she, so she she put my name and everything on the date. 
But she also said... She seems a bitch. Oh, no, she's not. I know I make her sound like a bitch. No, but no, but no, you don't. Because <laughs> no, she seemed a bitch in that interview thing that we yeah, watched. she's a bit like that. But also, when I was going away, she was like, oh, be careful. I think you've got this, um, this book a bit wet somewhere. And she said it in a really dirty way, which I took <laughs> as a really dirty... And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> she just said something about it being wet, and I was like, "Oh." Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what went through my mind, but it just really it was really weird. Anyway, that was the first time I met Annika Wills. Ah, oh. um, but it's a really good book, and it okay. goes through when they're doing Power of the Daleks, um, and you know they're helping Patrick Troughton quite a lot with the character and the ideas and everything, and. Actually, I was going to read a bit. I won't read a bit. Um, Do you want me to read it? Um, I've not read it before, but I could read it. Maybe just read a little bit. Um, Sound like a pompous arsehole reading it. (laughs) She is. No, she is really nice. I don't know why. It just maybe I just met her on a funny time. Like she did in that interview to me as well. I'm just, I'm just seeing what I say. All right. That's what you get me here to do. She also does artwork, and she actually drew some pictures and she had them on display on for sale oh. her own artwork of Patrick Troughton and herself and <laughs> Michael Craig she has come out a lot better there than he has <laughs> bloody hell she does them in pastel sums her up so Sarah's now going to read a little bit from Annika Wills's book I've not read this before so it's very rewarding working with Pat he's a consummate professional who we can learn so much from and he is such a clown and totally endearing he asked Mike and me our opinions on ways of playing the role. His son Michael remembers how much he trusted our input, which, at the time, we took for granted, but now seems an honour. It was Pat's honesty that made him so endearing. At first, he isn't too sure how far to go with his portrayal. We talk about Chaplin, and I'm thrilled to find out he also loves Gurney Slade and the goons, of course. <laughs> He's trying out his new costume, which is checked baggy trousers, an old dress coat, a shirt that is too big, and a ghastly, curly Harpo Marks wig. We all hate the wig, and he looks crestfallen. Why not just comb your hair like this, I say? And I comb it into his trademark Beatles look. Of course she does. That's good, the producers agree. The new Doctor plays a recorder, and Pat needs a haunting tune. I sing him the Irish lullaby that I sing to my children. It becomes his theme tune. (laughs) <laughs> well, there we go. So, Annika Wills has a lot to do with the new Doctor, then. How could we know then what we would become a part of cultural immortality? <laughs> you don't really don't like it now, do you? <laughs> <laughs> but at this convention, so that was before I really did the photos and all of that, like you said. Yeah. I've got a few photos of that I did on my little digital camera, you know, back oh. then. Uh, this was before iPhones, I think. No, 2009, maybe before I had an iPhone. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And they had, which I regret now not getting the photo, they had a group shot of all of the Second Doctor companions. They were all there. And they had, um, instead of obviously Ben, they had his real-life son, Uh. who was like, I don't know, 19, 20 at the time. He used to go around and do conventions for a bit, his son. So, because he died quite young, did the actor? Yeah, he was the only one at the time that had died... Otherwise, you could have had your whole group shot with all of the other companions coming up that the second Doctor have, and I really wish I had that. But I just, I, it just wasn't a thing at Our the time. time. It wasn't a thing. I just got my. Uh, She's my a cruel mistress is that time, isn't she? <laughs> Looking so, back, um, but it's a great book. It's a great book, and she's got a, a second volume as well. Um, so. There, yeah, I don't know. You just don't like her from that documentary. I know what you mean. I. She's not a bitch. She's not a bitch. She just sometimes sounds like it. (laughs) (laughs) I've yet to be convinced. Um, But Polly's great. Yeah. I'm still enjoying these companions, actually. Do you know what, though? In a way, having watching these interviews and stuff is almost ruining Polly a little bit for me. Okay, maybe we should steer clear from the behind the scenes <laughs> <laughs> extras. Because it it almost makes me feel like Polly is this really pompous. No, she doesn't play it like that. She doesn't. No, but now I've got this sort of thing in my head about it because she always seems it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, of course, she's absolutely fine that this is a doctor and has no qualms about it or like concerns or queries. She's just like, yeah, of course. 
I, I believe that. I go off that. Like, I, I think part of it, I think they're, in terms of the behind the scenes, they're just relieved that William Hartnell's gone. And oh, they've yeah, got yeah. someone new and fun and she's helping. They're like, yeah, this is really exciting. Yeah. Uh, I think that comes across on screen, actually. Those scenes with the Dr. Ben and Paul, I really enjoyed that, especially the fruit scene. Yes. Or where they're sitting in that little cell or whatever, and they and the Ben's still got his humour. Yeah, a few absolutely. Jokes. We laughed at a few of his comments, didn't yeah. we? Look, I like I like Ben, I like Polly. I like all of the humour's gone up now, because mm. this Doctor isn't going to be like a Doctor, I don't think, that's going to have a go at anyone. No. He might just not say anything. I think he's going to be as humorous as... As the others, I think. Yeah. How was he received then when this episode came out? Well, I think people got used to it. But this is another interesting thing. A lot of people say that, okay, yeah, William Hartnell created the role. Yeah. And he created this whole thing and it's gone on and on and on. But everyone says, actually, it's Patrick Troughton that kept the thing going. Because if it didn't work with that changeover, the others wouldn't have happened. Yeah, yeah, It's completely. actually him doing this now made the show carry on and on and on because he proved that it could. Yeah, yeah. So in some ways that's more important than even William Hartnell starting the whole thing off in the first place. Oh, yeah, yeah, completely. So I think everybody, nobody has a bad word to say about the second Doctor, I don't think. It's another one where it's just, it's classic and everybody, for that reason, everybody yeah. loves him. They don't not They don't hate the character. He's... He's an all-time great, I think. Oh, that's interesting. So generally people don't say, like, don't he wasn't negative. great. No, 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 I don't think so. No. You've not heard that? No, that's I've never heard that. I'm just saying that because, like, me watching it, I was a bit like, hmm. It's the same with the first Doctor, Ian and Barbara. Everyone yeah. loves that. Okay, yeah, let's just forget about Susan a minute. <laughs> but the first Doctor, Ian and Barbara, in the first series, I don't think any fans have a problem with no, that. No, It's the same, I think, with Patrick Troughton as the Doctor. Yeah. Let's just see how it goes. He is still finding his feet as the character, though. Yeah. So let's just see a bit like William Hartnell at the beginning. Yeah. He toned down a little bit, didn't he? And then it takes a couple of stories, doesn't it, to, yeah. to find the feet? Yeah, you don't come in like a fully fleshed. And it's really strange because William Hartnell has been the constant all this time. And yeah. people have come in and out of his sort of but, sphere. But actually, and now he's it does seem in weird in another way because we didn't, get that much Doctor action anyway. Well, no, that's the thing. We're actually getting, we're like, oh, actually, we have a Doctor now in Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And we enjoyed the Daleks. So that's really good. Yeah. That's really good. Um, And yeah, six parts. It didn't drag at all. No, it didn't. really didn't. We enjoyed it. When and it finished at um, number four, I was like, I can't wait till tomorrow <laughs> so we can finish and carry on watching. Well, we did. <laughs> and we did. <laughs> and then I was ill. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I think, um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. We'll see. That's all I've got to say on it. I can't remember what the ne- next story is. Um, I haven't told you what it's called, actually. Ooh. Should I tell you what it's called? Yeah, go for it. So it's called The Highlanders. Oh, sounds Scottish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's all missing. Four episodes, it's all missing. Okay. We've got, we're still, season four is... There's a lot more animations, actually. There's so many missing, though. So, actually, we're not really going to see our new Doctor on film for a little while, okay. unfortunately. Yeah. And maybe that will change your view, because it's so interesting that you've not seen any of this Doctor. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, I'm like... I don't know, I'm like, just pointing at I don't know if you can see, I'm getting very... My arms are waving a little bit here. It's like, interesting <laughs> you, that you have not you, seen... You're the only person that hasn't seen any Patrick Charlton. <laughs> You! <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. You're right. Just, <laughs> and I haven't actually shown you, there's a few little clips that exist from Power of the Daleks. I haven't shown you any of that. No. no. It's all pure animation. Um, so they've not got around to doing the Highlanders yet, So <laughs> unfortunately. No, that's fine. <laughs> and also, actually, this is... Because I struggled with the anim- the first one, the Reign of Terror. I felt I really struggled with that. Well, I thought you were going to ask to do the tele snaps. I do give you the choice. Yeah, yeah, you do. And I was like, no, let's do full animation while we have the opportunity because otherwise we're just. But I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And the Daleks are great to be animated. It must be so easy to do for them. <laughs> yeah. They look so good. Well, they move in the way that exactly, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the humans shouldn't. But like Daleks move that way. Um, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. And like I say, it was a Dalek story that I enjoyed. 
Would you believe? There we go, everyone. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah actually enjoyed the Dalek story. How do you feel, Mark? How do you feel, Mark? No, I feel feel great. (laughs) I feel like I know this story very well now, and I'm glad that... Because actually, sometimes when we sit down and watch it, that's actually forcing me to sit down and watch some of these stories that I wouldn't normally choose. Yeah, yeah. And to analyse them a bit more than I normally would. Yeah. So I'm all about Lesterson and Jan Lee now. I know. I liked the guy. What was the name of the guy that um, was was a rebel and then realised it was bad? Oh, what was his name? And he was laying the tracks, wasn't he? Because... He was like a sort of background character to begin with, and then suddenly in the last few episodes, him. he became like a main one, didn't him. he? And I, yeah, I was like, oh, where did he come from? He um, was the one that was laying the tracks. He, I think he begins with V. Let me just have a look. Yeah. Valmar. That's it. I enjoyed Valmar. Valmar. He was my favourite side character. He was he, right. he had a great journey. <laughs> he, yeah. he went from like little side character, nothing, just told to like the tracks, was in love with. What's her name? Jan Lee. Jan Lee. Jan Lee. Jan Lee. Jan Lee. That's how I remember that. Um, in love with Jan Lee. And then... Um... <laughs> Have we just invented this love for Jan Lee between... No! No, one of the other guys Valmar says and it. Lee. We always add these love no, stories No, one in. of the guys says it like... he says. Oh, like, yes, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, there is I'm not just about... making that up. <laughs> because then when she... That's how he's like... Jan Lee... <laughs> Jan Lee don't take my don't take my dialect away no that, that is not even no I'm going to cut please that out don't, <laughs> please, please don't take my dialect dialect away it wouldn't be a no he's a bad word Jan Lee Jan Lee Jan Lee <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, um, yeah so here's that and then he realises like Actually, she wasn't great, and like she betrays them. She ended up as a bit of a super bitch at the end. And then she's like, no, I wasn't going to do that. And so then they're back on side, but he's like turning, and then he like turns against the whole like rebellion thing anyway and ends up helping rebuild the, whatever it is, the um, Vulcan, the v- colony. The colony, yeah. <laughs> the Vulcan. The Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> the colony. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Jan Lee. We'll remember her for a Dosco. Well, or Valmar. Valmar. I want to remember Valmar for a Dosco. Okay. Cool, okay, well, well, we'll see what happens in the Highlanders then. Yeah. Where it's set, modern future, or wherever. <laughs> <laughs> so you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Two Watch Who, and on YouTube as well, if that's where you're listening. And for podcast fans, I was a guest on the Lost on Gallifrey podcast this week. My Doctor Who knowledge was stretched to the limit, I think, on their randomizer episode. So you should definitely go and check that out. You can find them on Twitter, Doctor underscore podcast. And next week, actually, our episode lands on Christmas Day. So we've got a very special Christmas episode where we're watching the very first Peter Cushing film. Uh, in the Christmas spirit of things. Uh, So we will see you then for that. Bye. Bye. To watch who? Dr. Van Veer, at your service. Dr. Who?